0: What's up crew, good morning here. Hope you are having a great Tuesday morning so far. It is pouring here in Ellicott City, Maryland and uh, man, one of my favorite things to do is sit out here on the porch during a storm and just take it all in. It is just incredible to me the sheer amount of weight and water that's coming down. Uh, But we're not going to get into those details and how I can get all inspired on things like that. What I wanted to touch base and and really bring to you this morning was an insight that I got deeper on this past weekend. I had a conversation with one of my sons, and he's playing lacrosse at a very high level. Competition is fierce. Uh, The pressure is getting heavier for these kids because all of these kids have big dreams, big goals, they want to play for top high school teams or are playing for top high school teams. And many of them want to go on and play at the top level in college. And he's in a he's in a rut. My boy is is in a rut right now. And he was really struggling and really discouraged. And When I talked to him, one of the things that I shared with him is oftentimes what I've seen in my 20 plus years of having the privilege and honor of really aiming to step up and be what I would call a transformational leader, meaning a leader that is inviting people into a process and into an experience where the net result is that they are a different kind of person. They're a new person, a new creation that the person that they are six months from now is very different than the person they were six months prior. You see this change in the way they show up as a husband or a wife or a mom or a dad or somebody at work or how they do in sales or how they do on the field. I've had the opportunity to coach and lead in so many different verticals, but the result has been I'm trying to do everything I can to utilize all of the resources that God has given me, all of the capacity God's given me to lead someone to a future place, a promised land, if you will. And what I told my son was that oftentimes what I've seen is that so much of our discouragement is not because of a lack of movement, but it's because of a lack of timing, a lack of perspective on the timeline required for successful results to be produced. I think one of the biggest risks, and I've seen this over and over and over again, both in pastoral ministry, I've seen this happen in business, I've seen this happen in sports, especially at the youth age, is big success granted quickly without the needed root structure to support that success. I remember there was a kid two years ago that had the most potential and was the best kid on the field. And yet all the praise, all the accolades, all the attention that he got was too much for the root system to support it. And so what happened? He got derailed. He's no longer that kid anymore. He got surpassed. I see this a lot in business where sometimes you you change something and you become in that much more successful overnight and yet you don't have the root structure to support it I've seen the same thing in ministry one of the greatest dangers is that you actually become too successful too fast classic example it's people who win the lottery without the appropriate structure to know how to manage and multiply their money and when you catch them a year later they don't have it anymore and so one of the keys to understand here in the timeline of success is that the prize is not really the outcome but it's the process along the way that not only creates that root structure to to stabilize any success that you will have but it's also that process that character that skill set that you develop that will enable you to be successful regardless of what the issue is and so I was trying to share this with my son and I wanted to create an illustration and so we were in the backyard we have these massive trees and I just pointed to the one that was the largest clearly overshadowing all the others it's taller it's larger it's wider it has more of a reach it's getting more of the resources from the sun and the water because it overpowers all the others and I I asked him how long do you think that tree has been alive? And he said, I don't, I don't know. And so let's just imagine it's been thirty years. And I said, here's the cool thing, and one of the reasons, the main reasons, why I'm telling you this now, that tree has been through equal parts of winter, summer, spring, and fall. It's been through equal parts of fruit bearing seasons and non fruit bearing seasons. It's been through equal parts of barren land where it's uncomfortable and it's really more about pruning and death than it is about life and expansion the key thing is what makes summers and springs so amazing is all of the growth and the pruning that happens in the winter and the fall right now you're in a pruning season right now some of you may be in a in a wintery season where you don't see any fruit, where it's a pretty barren, stark land. And I know that can be a difficult place, but the good news is that winter doesn't last forever. Winter is a season. And so it's so important to know which season you're in. And the big things, they don't spring up overnight. And so I was encouraging my son, don't fall into the trap of comparing yourself with others. If you do compare yourself, make sure you compare the root system, not necessarily the fruit that's being produced. And number two, always remember that when you see something that has grown tall, that thing has gone through equal parts of cold in winter and summer and fall. And if you're in a winter season, let the pruning take its effect so that you can become someone different and bear additional and different fruit in the summer. And lastly, don't despise your small beginnings because small beginnings are a necessary reality for big things. That's all I got for you this morning. See ya.